Everybody good? Box? Well, let's get this thing rolling, guys. I believe this is episode 23. 23. Welcome to episode 23 of the Life Shore Live Free podcast. Um, I'm your host, Sam. We got Johnson next to me, Toad down there, and Box across the way. Um, yeah, we're podcast all about freedom. We just uh, we usually go out and do some range day uh, shooting and stuff. We did something a little bit different today. We're going to be kind of... Kind of changing our direction on the videos a little bit occasionally here. We, just, just trying something new. We're yeah. gonna, we're not just gonna completely abandon the range days, but we're gonna try something new and kind of do a little alternate every once in a while. So, just to switch things up a little bit. But yeah. it was a good day, and actually, I bet the, this today and the last range day were probably the nicest range days we've had in. Oh, couple months because it's been three, four I mean, months, and it's the middle of freaking February. Yeah, it's been warm. It's been just nice. ridiculous. What are you giggling only, about over there, Toad? The only crappy part is that it's. Did you shit your pants again? God damn it! I'm seriously gonna kick your ass out. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm gonna kick your ass out. <laughs> oh man! Good God! <laughs> so of course, this podcast is sponsored by Shywork Cerakote. We are Cerakote certified, and I was factory. Um, oh, excuse me, Iowa's customer preferred applicator is Cerakote. Give us a shout at shyworks.com or on our Facebook or Instagram. We pretty much respond to any of them. So This is why we can't have nice things. Also, um, if anybody's interested in sponsoring the podcast as a bigger sponsor and giving us a whole new studio, we'd greatly appreciate it. We're kind of cramped in here, and Toad's been, um, well... Um, There's not enough volume of air in this area. I'm going to have to go turn the fan on in the paint booth. So, anyways, Oof. how you guys, uh, how's your week been? Anything anything new and extraordinary? or Not really. Um, just getting getting everything ready for the baby. So we're oh, yeah. getting awfully close on that. and got, yeah. got the nursery all done and starting to make sure we have everything put together. Got our hospital bags ready and ready to rip. <laughs> God, that stinks. I f***ing hate you, Toad. It does. If you do that again, I'm seriously putting you on the patio. That's musty. It's like it's been in there for a week. Yeah, with a lot of beer. (laughs) Sheesh. Toad got pretty well schnockered last night, so he's... Oh, uh, I wasn't pretty well schnockered. I was (laughs) probably (laughs) dead. God. Yeah, nasty. Um, But, Box, what's new with you, man? Literally nothing. (laughs) I don't know if you know this, but I lead a very ordinary life. Um, all right. Actually, I bought a new trigger a few weeks ago, but that's been a while. For what? A while back, my 320. Have you shot it yet? Gray guns? No, I have not. Why didn't you bring it with? I I don't know. We had other (laughs) things to do. He forgot. Don't let him fool you. I didn't forget. (laughs) I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I'm told what's new with you, other than your foul-smelling ass. (laughs) I smell foul. You Um, most certainly do. Not much. Wow. Excellent. 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 Really, really f***ing boring. I'm super sleepy right <laughs> God, now. You guys are, you <laughs> guys are absolutely, absolutely horrible at this point. <laughs> really? What's new with you, Sam? Well, What's you so know, exciting in your life? Oh, Actually, I, I lead a, a pretty exciting life. We're going to talk a little bit about my job here shortly at Shyworks, some of the badass shit I got going on there. Um, as far as things in my personal life, you know, it's 
pretty boring. All I do is work. Right. But uh, we went down to Dooski's last night and had a pretty good time. Had some had some toddies. Uh, was a little hungover this morning. Um, but I've had I've is had a lot worse. Is that why you were thirty five minutes late to shooting? I'm always thirty five minutes late. Well, I mean. You're usually 15 minutes late, but you were extra late this morning. Yeah. Well, I text you at you least. You know, when when Toad texts me and calls me, and when he calls me, he sounds like death warmed over. He's like, hey, what, what time were we shooting this morning? He said, in five minutes, Toad. Oh, well, I guess I better pack up and get going then. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? He still beat you by about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little bit slow moving today, but, you know, what you going to do? What you going to do? Hey, you can't rush a good morning poop. Yeah, that's exactly right, man. It's just you got to give it time. So, anyways, why is every, everybody's kind of slow and boring and not I'm fun? Not, let's do it. Let's, I'm let's, impatiently let's waiting spice for it up. whiskey. Let's, let's spice it up <laughs> a little bit with I'm our... Impatiently uh, waiting. Whiskey. <laughs> Of the week. Yeah. What do we got today? Uh, this was provided by uh, Toad down there. Actually, this was my Valentine's Day present from my girlfriend, and it is called Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a 10-year-old bottle. Um, yeah. And? 90 proof, made by Jimmy and Eddie Russell. Uh, I believe it's brewed and bottled by the... Uh, Oh, wild turkey. Yes. So, and I hate wild turkey. All right, well, but you I, didn't hate that. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Which is surprising because Toad is hated. Every, yeah, every. I would bet you seventy five seventy five percent of our uh, of our whiskeys of the week. He's he's not liked. Usually he goes. <laughs> right. I'll Just probably do that like with that. this one today too because this is a really horrible idea of me drinking alcohol. No, actually, it's a condition. scientifically proven uh, idea that it's called the whisk or hair of the dog, and then it'll it'll clear you right up. Four fingers, Toad. Yeah, no, that's good enough. What is? <laughs> I never understood that. What is how that? much? Is that means like this? Yeah. One, two, three. Four. Okay, yeah. interesting. Interesting. Can I? Can how I did have you s- not put that together? Can I have some of that? Would you like four fingers? No, I just would like one. What about please. two? I'll just take one. If I if I like it, I'll have some more. <laughs> well, that look, seems look, 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 look. all right. It's about a finger. Gosh. It is. <laughs> Why does that sound dirty? Because <laughs> you think everything's dirty. Yeah, I just want to splash there, Toad. Mm, yep, it's got a decent nose. Which is gross, on it. Yes. What is this? Does that say Kentucky Bourbon whiskey? Yep. Uh-huh. What's the difference between Kentucky Bourbon whiskey and like a Tennessee whiskey? It's not made in Kentucky. Well, no shit, but I'm saying, is there, like, can you generally taste taste differences in the two, you think? Or are they just pretty much is what it is? I don't know. Whiskey Kentucky snobs bur- probably claim they can. Right. Um, Kentucky bourbon, I know there's a lot of uh, rules and regulations around Kentucky bourbon, like straight Kentucky bourbon. Mm-hmm. So that it has to be a certain percentage of Kentucky raised whatever. What is it in bourbon wheat barley what the mm. what the hell is it i don't know i don't remember I'm but whatever sure. but whatever the grain is it has to be a there's a minimum percentage of kentucky raised whatever it is i'm pretty it has sure to it's, be brewed it's in the the old leaves of the bourbon tree oh no <laughs> no i'm not a not a fan of this stuff but that's <laughs> uh, to be considered kentucky straight bourbon whiskey it has to be like locally sourced 
mm. in Kentucky and a certain percentage. So. Interesting. Um, yeah, I tried this. It's it's. I mean, it's not bad whiskey by, it any, smells good. by any means, but it's it's. Um, I don't think it's gonna gonna knock over any of our ones on the podium. It smells good. It's I'm just trying of, to figure out what it is that Toad likes in a whiskey. It's completely random. There's what, no, what there's do you no think rhyme or reason. I noticed this had a little bit of a burn. Do you like the burn? I mean, I it's, see, it's, it's 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 not. That's it's what not I hate. And much I didn't. Of a, I didn't think this had much of a burn. It, it's not much, no. But, it's, but I that's think usually, it's more than that's usually what I hate. That and the bitter, bitter taste that that makes you go. Yeah, <laughs> triggers the old gag reflex. <laughs> Box, did you try it yet? Yes, I did. It's not bad. Yeah, I don't think it's going to knock off uh, number nine. Slipknot number nine. <laughs> I don't think so either. That's Great. way too smooth. You did to be do good, though, really. This. Yeah, this, this I'm, is good. And I'm, yeah, it's not. It's a good whiskey, by uh, absolutely. But yeah, what else? I just what else would it, uh, would it contend with? Oh, probably like oh, Eagle Rare and Old Camp. I would say it's right up there with Eagle Rare. It's just the flavor's really good, but it's just not quite. It's not quite as smooth as as the top three. The top three. I right. think that's the only thing that it falls short on. Yeah, he's pretty good though. He's pretty good. What's this called again? Russell's Reserve. Russell's Reserve, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, forty-five percent alcohol didn't you by say, volume. Didn't you say she got it from Sam's Club for like thirteen dollars? Yeah, it was on sale like for thirteen bucks. That's that's a damn good whiskey for thirteen right? bucks. It's normally like forty. Yeah, but uh, yeah, for some reason it's on sale for like thirteen ninety-nine, and she grabbed it. Yeah, I wonder if they're not. If they're clearing it out or something like that, interesting. Know. But uh, yeah, if for... you are if you're interested in sponsoring <coughs> one of our whiskey of the weeks, give us a shout. We uh, we Facebook, always appreciate. Email. Yeah, we always we always appreciate it. Sponsoring, I like I like how we call it sponsoring when really it's just people buying us booze. <laughs> if you want it, if you want to pay off, if you want to give us booze, we'll uh, we'll shout your name out. But that's about <laughs> it. Yep. Hey, that's how sponsorships work, man. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it's pretty decent. I can't complain. It's a decent whiskey. Yeah. Um, like I said, the flavor is really good. It's, you know, just not quite as smooth as the top three, I would think. Right, right. The flavor's right up there, though. The flavor's real good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. So, um, I was talking about uh, my uh, my uh, my business. What's business. going on there? I um, So, just over a year ago, I did a... Anybody want to get me a beer? Uh, uh, no. Negative. Had a customer. <laughs> cool. Was then a customer who's now uh, I consider him a consider him a buddy. But uh, he came to me with a with an idea and a an AR, and he said the hunting edition box from um, Bush Light. They um, they do a new one every year, and last year he came to me with one and says I want this put on my gun. So I designed it and um did it all with Cerakote on the gun and it ended up i had box take pictures of it and it ended up um blowing up pretty good it got just under nine thousand shares i think on facebook um but it was kind of a that was like the first the first one of those guns that most people had ever seen and i think it connected so well with people because it's something that like it was just a midwest thing i think right you know but it was like they saw something that they that they drink all the time and you know it's, they consider right. it part of them almost and it was on a gun and they're like oh that's freaking awesome you know so that ended up going good and 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 frankly to i i really should i told these guys yesterday i should put a sign over my door that says the house that bush built just because that gun i mean essentially built my business to what it is now just because of all the business that i got off of that and 
people are actually starting to know Shyworks now around the country, which is pretty sweet. Um, but anyway, I did a second edition box. Um, Tony, one of our good friends, Johnson's uh, cousin, he came to me and he says, I want the updated version. He brought the new box in and an AR. And so I did that on it. And that one, I did that one, what, several months ago? And that did okay. I mean, I got a couple thousand shares, but I just did another one and I posted it again. And that son of a bitch just freaking blew up like crazy. It's got just under 13,000 shares and just freaking everywhere. Um, but um, there's been a lot of interesting, um, shall we say, interesting posts um, Comments on that. have been. Just, just absolutely um, some of the ridiculous stuff on there. One one guy he commented, if you can stri- if you can shoot straight while drunk, you can shoot straight sober. Train as you fight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Another guy, another guy says, if I killed bad guys like I killed Bush Light, I'd be John Wick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that might. That's pretty good. That might be one of my favorite ones. I I I don't know. I liked the oh, let me sneak past you and grab me one of these. Yeah. That was pretty good. I commented on there and I says uh, I says he won the comment section for that day. I think he yeah. messaged me yet and asked what he won. <laughs> yeah. I haven't got back to him yet. So I'm maybe I'll ship him a sticker or something just yeah. for shits and giggles. I like the one yeah, this guy. Why do I picture the owner of this gun living in a double wide with an IROC Z28 cutoff jean shorts, the most beautiful Kentucky waterfall this world's ever seen, and is waiting for a paternity test from his cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted below that, I think, didn't they? And they said something about, well, I thought it was his sister, but cousin works too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking sister, but cousin will do. <laughs> the, uh, another one that I giggled at was kind of along those lines and it just said lol rednecks <laughs> hey you gotta Which, give it to him rednecks hey. are fun as hell mm-hmm. this uh this one says this gun is actually is actually unlockable if you a knock up your cousin or b buy a double wide and an irock at the same time with a mullet <laughs> <laughs> so it shoots like shit and gives you a headache <laughs> <laughs> fair enough I I do love that all the comments, like all the negative comments, they all crack me up, first of all. All the negative comments just make me giggle. But like 90% of them are, that's not the beer I drink, so it's terrible. Uh (laughs) And that's the part that cracks me up. Like, if you don't drink the same beer as me, you suck. You know, that's pretty funny. But there um, was, speaking of negative comments, there's one on here. Um, Pat Davis. He oh. says, as someone oh, who has yeah. owned and shot guns for years, I never wanted guns banned entirely until I saw this picture. <laughs> I laughed my ass off at that one, actually. Oh, yeah. And I just commented on there. He says, sheesh, a simple I don't like it would have sufficed. <laughs> and then people people freaking just jumped on him and just he got obliterated. I think there was like 20-some comments just yeah. calling him up. Well, a lot of people weren't very nice about it. Well, <laughs> it yeah. was kind of... Um, let's see if I can find the one already. I, I don't know. There's just a, there's some that are, you know, the other, (laughs) not only negative, but just the dumbfounded people that are like, oh, this is cool. Where do I get? (laughs) Right. That's, oh my God. I've had, I bet I saw freaking 50 comments. Oh, where can I get this done at? It's like, uh, uh, what, what just, right. Look you, up, dude. It's yeah. Not... Look at where this picture is coming from. You know. Right. And and it I cracks me up. There's a lot of guys on there. Too or the are... watermark on the photo 
Shyworx Serico. Yeah, who did this? <laughs> is this Serico? What is this? Right. Well, no, I, I need to get my gun dipped. Uh, <laughs> I would bet you almost probably 25, and I've received hundreds of messages regarding this, probably 300 messages this week. Um, but I would bet you 25% of them says, where can I get this dipped or wrapped at? Just because yeah. they, they, which, you know, they don't know the difference, whatever it is, right. what it is. But, um, and the other thing that pisses me off, there's a lot of guys on there that'll just, they'll tag somebody else, another Cerakota, and be like, hey, you want to do this for me? Right. It's like, dude, at least, you know, whatever. I know people are going to copy my shit, but, you know, at least message them. Don't fing do it blatantly right on my post. Like, <laughs> right. and I, in the I, comment section yeah, and I, of my post. I finally got pissed about it earlier today. I saw some guy do it, and I, I just I didn't comment on any other one other than this, and all I said was, or you know, you could send it to me and have the person, you know, I did it originally. Let me do it right and not have somebody else copy, blatantly copy my work and my design. Right. I didn't. I doubt I'll get a comment back on it, but that just kind of irritates me. But you know, it is there what was it is. there was the one really nice picture of the pistol that somebody the tried AR to pistol copy that somebody tried to copy, and it was. It looked like they drew it with crayons. Utterly terrible. <laughs> it was <laughs> awful. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I was just reading an exchange between a couple of friends on that post, and somebody was like, I'm going to get this done, and his friend commented, can't be too hard to do, I wouldn't think. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. You're not going to do it with a can of Krylon, I can tell you <laughs> right. how much. Yeah. bit more involved than you think, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of that bat, that Pat Davis guy, there's a couple of comments here. <laughs> They're not exactly PG-13. <laughs> it's like this is one guy says, Pat Davis, f- bud, what makes you think you're so special? Nobody walks around trying to jack your dad off just to see where you came from, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Holy f***. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the the one right above it's pretty good too. It's not PG thirteen either, but it says Pat Davis. I never wanted I never wanted being a dumbass to be banned entirely until I saw this comment. It's like you're the girl on the hood spread eagle, and the guy jumps up to rail her. You're just waiting to get fucked over by somebody with a better gun than you instead of having a freedom loving American. Why would you choose to be a commie? What the. <laughs> f- <laughs> That just went a whole bunch of directions and <laughs> never made it full circle. I'm so, I'm so confused. What the f*** is going on there? Oh, um, man. Oh, good, good, clean fun, though. Got a little, little mixture going on there, Box. <sighs> oh, look at that. Beautiful. Mm. I'm not sure if Beautiful it's proportioning. or not. So, yeah. Anyways, though, that... Yeah. Uh, that uh, No, there's a... When you reach that many people with a post, it's... I think it's pretty interesting to see the wide array of comments that you get. There's so much stuff like, I would say 95% of the comments on that are just people tagging other people, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's a lot. I would say the other majority are how much, asking for a price, where can I get this done, or or, uh, this beer is terrible. Right. You yeah. should do it in this beer. Or, you know, oh, my God, Bush Light, that's terrible. You know, like right. just talking trash on that beer. Yeah, that's and and really, good. there's not really that much negative no. negative shit on there. No. I, 99% of the comments are positive. You yep. know, it's always, um, usually on Facebook, there's a lot more negativity, but there's not really too much on that type of shit. A lot of guys on there are like, uh, oh, well, 
this is this is horrible. You shouldn't mix beer and guns. It's like well, that's yeah. There's probably there's probably what twenty of them in the three thousand five. Right. You know, but the it's 3, like five hundred. I responded to one guy. I was like, so are you saying NASCAR shouldn't have Budweiser on the side of their cars because it promotes right. drunk driving? <laughs> if you can't differentiate between the two, you got right. a real freaking problem. You shouldn't be. You probably shouldn't be around guns anyway, buddy. Yeah. But so we just uh, a couple weeks ago. What was it? Last our last podcast actually was a Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. Did you guys ended up watching the Super Bowl? Nope. Nope. Yep. This is the first Super Bowl I watched in. Uh, two, Were you happy with the years, outcome? Actually, yeah. 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 I wanted the Chiefs to win, and that's the only reason I watched. I was happy. I, I was happy about the outcome. Just mostly, like I said last podcast, I don't know why I had hated the 49ers so much, but I think it's just because they had Kaepernick as a player at one time. Such a douche canoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I hate your team just because you had this one guy at one time. You really <laughs> know how to hold a grudge, bud. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I still got that Kaepernick jersey. We can know we can like take a flamethrower to it or something. If you wanna if we can come up with some sort of other What we need is a, one of those nice <clears throat> rubber dummies and then we can dress them up in it. I mean rubber dummies are out of it? super expensive, but yeah. How yeah. much how much do they go? Like five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I bet we could find some cheaper than that. I don't know. I just really don't want to keep his. I don't know. To me, it's like I'd rather just burn it and be done with it. Well, we got a we got a flamethrower, dude. I know, but I'd rather not. Hell, we can do it right on my backyard. Because then we're using that douche canoe to get more people to watch our shit, and I don't want people who I don't know. We got to. We already did that. I know. Yeah, we already we already (laughs) rode. Do we need to do it again? (laughs) We already rode that train. Yeah. (laughs) But hell, I we can do the flamethrower right in my backyard, man. Yeah, I don't care. Neighbors, my neighbors won't say anything. They they see all the bullshit I pull around here anyway. Right. I was this this morning. I'm walking around with an AR, and the neighbor was walking out, and she's just, well, they're kind of used to it around here. That's all right. But anyway, while That's I was why talking I prefer about the, not having neighbors. Yeah, yeah my, mine are pretty. Nice. Mine are pretty decent, but. Um, I was talking about the Super Bowl because there was um, that picture came out that the and this is well known everybody's known this but there's snipers at the Super Bowl. Um, I, I I couldn't figure out how many. Um, they didn't advertise how many. Um, they had set up and <laughs> didn't in, advertise in it, huh? <laughs> well, you know what I meant. They didn't. <laughs> I would didn't hope not say how many. Obviously, for uh, security operational reasons. security. Um, but my question is, what the f- good unless a person is on the field? What good is a sniper at one of those? Because there's 70,000 people there. How are they ever going to get a shot that's not get a clean shot with somebody directly behind them? Like, what good are they going to do unless there's somebody on the field? Which, what are the You're chances? You're really, I mean, most likely they're up in an elevated position, right? Yeah, they yeah. are. They're so the you're going to be, yeah, so you're going to be shooting down on top of somebody anyway. Yeah, but they're still, I mean, still <laughs> passer. You're still going to, especially with a rifle right. like that, you know, you're not going to just. I don't know. I um, think they're really there they're, for well, it's a not, secondary force. You know, they're not going to be like, there's some guy carrying a bomb and let's make sure yeah. the sniper gets him. No, that's going to be probably one of the last case scenarios that they go to. Well, I suppose they're just kind of overwatched too right. for, you know, radio yeah. to the team it's down really, below. That's, yeah, it's really mostly for, you know, seeing everything from an elevated position, I would say. More wow. for reconnaissance than wow. for actual <laughs> stopping a threat. Apparently, when the because uh, they got, I mean, they're going to have a lot more. They're going to have a lot more cops on the ground than they. Right. You know. Apparently, um, when they built the Cowboys Stadium down there in uh, in, ten, in Texas, they 
actually built sniper nests as part of the the building mm-hmm. specifically for that. I thought that was kind of interesting. And after, um, after smart though, I mean, yeah. Well, after Las Vegas, I mean, everything's security wise has changed so much. I think most of these. It'd be interesting to see how many of these big events actually have Overwatch on them, you know, snipers and shit hanging around. Uh, I wonder if almost, you think all football games do? Yeah. Yeah, probably. And there's probably, you know, four snipers at, an, at a normal NFL yeah. game, probably. Here's a question. Why the f*** didn't we go down to, when we were in Vegas, and go and see where that whole shit happened? Just kind of so you had more of an Get idea. Get a lay of the land. A lay of the land, and you could understand a little. Because you can see it from the pictures, but it's 100% different when you're actually right. down there. And you could see how far he was shooting away. I thought it would have been interesting to. I mean, we saw Mandalay Bay, but we weren't down there to actually check it out. That would have been kind of interesting. I know it's uh, kind of uh, morbid, but um, that, that whole situation still. That's so fucking weird. They never. Never came out with anything. Never said a yeah, reason. They just a said reason. he was a crazy old guy. There's a reason for that. No, I, think. I think so, too. I think it was politically motivated, and they didn't want to tell anybody <laughs> because they were afraid that it wouldn't cause stir more shit. But that's my yeah. personal opinion yeah. on it. But um, I'm she not, got, I, Personally, I'm not even convinced that he was a dude doing it. He was just a scapegoat. But Yeah, you're probably right. That's just me. I don't know. And if you... It's, yeah, I won't. Get, I won't yeah, I won't we could go into, into this, an entire. How'd we go from snipers at the Super Bowl to Mandalay Bay? One last thing. Hour, one yeah. last thing is uh, she got you know the girlfriend of him. Oh, the yeah. She so you know she was under investigation for a while. She got arrested over in Thailand the other day um, for having a fake gun. She pulled a fake gun on somebody. It's like what the. What you know? I just thought that was interesting that she ended up in the in the news again. But weird. Um, so we did a video today. Um, that I don't know if it'll be out when we post this podcast yet. Um, but it has to do with smart devices in the home. Uh, they those are getting to be a huge thing nowadays. Um, Alexa smart speakers and seems like Google Home because Alexa Google is home. is Alexa's Amazon. Yeah, Google then, Home is obviously Google. Apple has, do they have like a Siri? Do they have an actual smart speaker yet? They have, just yeah, it's there? like Apple Home. Okay. I think is what it's okay. called is Apple Home. And I think it's the same deal. It's a speaker and, you know, the voice activated deal. I think it's the same thing. Right. But I, I don't obviously, I obviously don't have one of my own um, just because they've, it's a, it's a, just invite the man in your house, man. I mean, they right. can, yeah, our, our, our shit listens to us all the time. And that by having a smartphone, actually, you know, you give away a lot of your privacy the way it is, but it's been proven that those freaking speakers listen to every fucking thing you say. Mm-hmm. There was a case I looked up just before the podcast here. That was a double murder in some house in over on the East coast or whatever. And, uh, the cops ended up, um, getting a court order from um, Alexa, who, who runs Amazon or Amazon, whatever, to, Amazon, to, yeah. for two days of the recordings. So, because they're serv- they're, they stay on Amazon servers, which means they're fucking listening to everything you say, not when you just say, hey, Alexa. Right. They listen constantly. Well, it, obviously, it has to listen all the time. Because exactly. how, how would it hear, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google, or 
Hey Siri, if it wasn't listening all the time, how would it know exactly. when you said exactly? And and, and and it boggles my mind that most people are just like, well, I don't give a f- you can, I don't have anything to hide, so it doesn't matter to me. Well, no, that's not the yeah, point. Yeah, until you say something as a joke and the cops come knocking at your door. Right, because you're you're a damn fool to think that the NSA doesn't run. Um, uh, I don't even know their software catches certain trigger words and stuff, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you that if you say a certain trigger word. Somebody well, in some bunker in Virginia is listening to what the hell you said. I almost guarantee it. Well, that's, I mean, that's just like, you know, people, you hear people talk about it all the time. Oh, me and my buddy were just talking about this and all of a sudden I saw an ad for it on Facebook. Well, yeah, you have a phone that you have a Google account on. Your Gmail account is set up on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. So you have Google on your phone and now all of a sudden you've, when you accepted the terms and agreements that you didn't read terms of service that you didn't read and you just said i accept you gave them permission to listen to whatever the hell they wanted Mm -hmm. and it helps them for ad creation right or ad you know whatever ad placement and yeah ad placement so now you and your buddy were talking about this company or such and such i need to look up such and such i need to buy this you want a new toaster yeah and all of a sudden you see two ads for it on Facebook and you get an email for, you know, a company that makes that like, Oh my God, we were just talking about that. That's so weird. Well, yeah, no, that's that's not weird. That's (laughs) that's not (laughs) right. And it's, it blows my mind that people are still confused by this. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Just a crazy coincidence. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Now I see an ad for it. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) There was that like, I don't understand how people are still oblivious. There was that one case of that girl who ended up, um, her parents found out she was pregnant because her phone was listening to her and they ended up sending her like pregnancy, some shit or paternity, some shit in the mail or whatever. And then their parents ended up finding out that way. Um, but anyways, I won't ever have, I won't ever have that shit in my house. Um, just for that, that reason, I'm not going to give away my privacy. You've, I mean, we've all seen the, the memes of, you know, my wife asked me where I, why I carry a pistol in the house. And I said it's for protection because, you know, the government's listening. I, you know, I laughed. My wife laughed. The toaster laughed. I shot the toaster. You know, it's, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically where we're at, you know. Yeah. And um, kind of off, off subject, but I watched um, the new Terminator um, the other night. That one, it's all about. It's all it's a female empowerment one, you know, it's all the main all the main characters are are female. Um yeah, there's, and there's some... Arnold's in it still. Um he's a he's actually the good the good terminator. He's yeah. uh do you guys care if I you know spoil it? So no, he no. the spoilers. Ninety percent of our listeners will. They're gonna be like, I can't believe Sam no, just it's not that really, whole movie. What a dick. No, it's not really <laughs> like a too much of a spoiler, but um Arnold ends up being like when Skynet was destroyed, he was left, you know, in the in our time and that's so anyway, he, he ended up um turning he ended up trying to help Sarah Connor, like in makeup, because he ended up killing her son, um, in this movie anyways. And he ended up trying to make up for that, so he's he's trying to help her, and he grew a conscience, and he has a family of a kid because he found a lady um, that already had a kid, and he ended up you know marrying her, and oh, and oh. they don't know, so it's a whole it's a whole freaking. Um, anyways, though, my point behind all of this shit was just like the Skynet type of shit, 
Like, it's interesting to see because Boston Dynamics is building these robots that are just, eh. you know, slowly getting better and better and better. They got a long ways to go yet. But think about 50 years from now, 100 years from now. In the grander scheme of things, 50 years or yeah, 100 years so is not very there's long. There's a, what's the, what's the date they're, they that like programmers and robotics people always talk about? What's the, Damn it, I can't think Y2K? of the term. I have no. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> there's so there's a there's a term that they use for like artificial intelligence of when what oh. is the date at which the uh. date at which that um artificial intelligence will become live. Self-aware. Like, no, not so much self-aware, but like when it when we develop artificial intelligence and like actually I mean, because we can, we have like some very light versions of artificial intelligence right now. Well, oh, yeah, they're... you're talking about uh, singularity. Yes, the singularity yeah. of or singularity event or the singularity well, yep. or you're whatever. You're gonna have to explain. So it's when we, it's basically a date. They're trying to figure out a date at which artificial intelligence starts and it it learns on its own. Mm-hmm. So there's a date that they think that we will have artificial intelligence that will start learning on its own and it will learn everything so fast. Like it will learn faster than we can fathom, right? Because it takes us a while to learn things. Right. Well, a computer and like a supercomputer can learn so fast right? that it can become self-aware and can become... Uh, you know, have you ever heard the other big fear about that? By the way, is that the computer becomes self-aware, figures out what humans are, hates humans, yeah. detonates every nuke in the world. Yeah, there, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of theories about what happens when AI becomes self-aware. But well, I don't so think there's that's... like there's like a big discussion of whether we should be pursuing artificial intelligence or not pursuing artificial intelligence because it can use all the recordings and all the, you know, it ha it'll it have, it will basically teach itself how to hack into everything. So it will have access to every piece of information in the entire world, whether you mm. want it to or not. And that's the thing is, will it have a conscience? Do You know, there's there's so much shit that could, goes along with artificial intelligence. And it's... Right, but why, I mean, most of the robot, I mean, they, there's like three laws, that they they're supposed to follow that are built into most of this AI stuff, and one mm -hmm. of them is don't hurt humans. Yeah, no. Well, but if you build that, if you build that as part of their programming, so they can't not do it. Yeah, um, but it learns to program itself. Yeah, like you, you have to understand that, at, like AI is going to be so smart, and it's going to get so smart so fast that it won't that you won't even be able to go. Whoa, hold on a minute. This isn't how we program this thing. It's already going to be so far ahead of you that you're not going to have time to react to that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm that uh, And that's I mean that's part of the discussion of people, you know. Tell you the truth, it doesn't in the industry. it doesn't concern me too much. I don't I don't um, I mean. Yeah, me either really. But that's just there's there's a lot of discussion about Sam won't be concerned until they start putting up those how to have sex robots and then he'll go and buy himself one. Oh, those are already <laughs> out, dude. <laughs> I've already got waste, my name in on pre-order. no time on that. You just, oh, those are already out. I've seen them. Box, 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 what's your thoughts on the whole AI thing? 
You think they're you think they're gonna take over the world? No. I don't. I <laughs> good, honestly, good input, I don't thanks. think. You think if I had input, I would wouldn't have. <laughs> you think I'm holding back here or something? <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they'll ever hit the start button on AI, unlike true AI, because I think everybody is too worried about what it's. No, what somebody it's gonna do. is. You think there's just one button? No. Just. They're already start button. They're already they're already pursuing it. You know, I I watched a video about it the other day. There's already businesses, companies that are actively pursuing actual, actual artificial intelligence, not just the, um, not just faking artificial. Because up until, I mean, I think we're getting there now. But up until now, there's been, I mean, most of the shit that that was supposedly AI was basically faking intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, when I say this to you, you say this. Instead right. of actually thinking for yourself, well, right. there's a there's a comp or the and this was years ago now already. Um, I think it was Saudi Arabia and gave citizenship to an actual um robot, an AI person. Her name's like Sophia or something like that, I believe. Oh yeah, she's real creepy looking too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and know, supposedly, and, I don't know. Supposedly, she is actually intelligent, and she she learns, and she just doesn't. Fake. There's a, the there's a different there's a difference between, I mean, because on things like that, there's like, I don't know, there's like limitations to the processor and limitations to what the hardware is, right? You know, but like if you start with like a supercomputer and like serious hardware, it can you know it it comes to a point where the thing could learn to turn itself into a soldering iron to make new shit you know what i mean like right that's the level of intelligence we're talking about we're not talking like this will be when if it ever actually happens it'll be a level of intelligence that nobody has ever even fathomed because it will learn so fast and it'll be ever evolving so fast that and people are like well just pull the cord on it and it's like if that thing's learning as fast as we think it's gonna learn or faster like, what if the thing builds itself a battery in a half an hour, and you're like, "Oh shit, I unplugged it, but it's still working." <laughs> you know, like it built itself a solar panel. I don't know. But people are so concerned with they're they're going to want to kill us. Why does why do why does everybody I don't know. just and assume that they're going to want to kill us? Right, and that's and that's part of the discussion that I you know I've listened to some podcasts and stuff about it, and people talk about it, and it's like. You know, there there has to be, just because it's intelligent and it's self-aware and all that stuff, that doesn't mean it has a conscious. That doesn't mean it has, you know, it wants to do things. Arnold did. That's a movie. <laughs> just kidding. I, I'm just being a smart You know, ass. like, you right. know what I mean? I need, like, I it, saying, it, yeah. it doesn't well, have desires. It doesn't have. Yeah, you can't fake. It doesn't become a human. You can't, you know, like it might be intelligent, but it doesn't become a human, you, you know, so fake, like that's, you can't fake emotions and right. like human emotions. Like, of course, at our core, like I'm getting pretty deep here, but at our core, we're essentially computers as well. well organic, we're organic computers. Yeah. I mean, our, our brains think and function with electrical impulses. So at our core, we're basically, you know, that too. But it you can't, like, a lot of our emotions and, and shit is done with chemicals and, you know, shit like that. So you can't fake that, really. Right, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's, you could have 12 podcasts about 
artificial intelligence. I don't know. Have you guys have you guys seen anything much about the uh, like organic computers? Are those totally like a just a myth and a legend, or do they exist? I, to I a guess certain I haven't. Point? Oh, do you know anything about them? I've read a little bit, but as far as I know, there's not really anybody working on them right now. I, I I don't know. I just find that I kind of I just find shit like this fascinating. I love talking about it and um, learning about that type of shit. Listen to uh, Warrior Poet Society here in the last month has put out a video. He got in touch with somebody that obviously was in like one of the agencies or is like a computer programmer or something like that, and they were talking about artificial intelligence. It's a really good video. One of his newer videos he just put out. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. John Lovell, he's a he's a pretty smart dude and he like you know, he gets into kind of some weird shit. Like especially like with the AI stuff, you know, but he he finds smart people to talk to about that kind of stuff. Maybe that's know? what we should do instead of just talking to our <clears throat> our stupid ass selves so we don't know anything. No, this is way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear facts. I just want to sit here and spitball conspiracy Bullshit. theories with you idiots. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fun to me. I enjoy it. Hey, I'm having a good time. Um, Shield Arms. They've been around for quite a while, actually. Um, but nice they, segue. But they, thank you. <laughs> they, you guys know I don't do segues. Yeah. You call me Segway Sammy. Getting back into uh, firearms-based topics, Sam wanted to talk about some shield arms. He ordered, you ordered these already. You've already received them? No, I get them on Tuesday. Tuesday. So Sam ordered shield arms magazines glock 43x magazines mm-hmm. but they're 15 round magazines mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so shield arms basically developed this magazine as it's a metal magazine for a glock right, right. yes crazy and i it boggles my mind why it took us so long to think of this right because so what's essentially what they did took the guts of a p365 mag Made it push the sheet metal out to where it fit inside a Glock 43X and well, color said, a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty similar. So the idea behind Glock mags, if you're not familiar, Glock, they run polymer mags. So obviously they have to be a lot thicker walled mm-hmm. than metal magazines are. So all Shield did was, okay, well, screw this. We'll just do metal because you can do a lot thinner walls. Then you have a lot more room to stack, and it's not basically. You're right. It was it was based off the P365, which was it's like a one and a half stack, revolutionary. And I frankly don't understand why it took us this long to figure this out. It's 2020, and it took us. We've had semi-automatic weapons for how many years now? Well, that's you know? to me. It's just like the 1911, because it's like 1911. The grip is like an inch and a half wide once you have the grip panels on it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if you what if the frame was just that size and you put like a double there stack? There wasn't removable grips on it. Yeah. So it was just that yeah. size and you had and a double then, stack magazine in yeah, it. Yeah, you could double stack a 45 in it with that same width of grip, you know, if it just wasn't removable grip panels. You mean like a 2011? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I mean, you know, but in 45 in the regular right. 1911 frame, I because, like a 1911, it's a it's a removable trigger guard and grip mod, or in a 2011 rather, it's like a, a full trigger guard and grip module. Right. Right, and that kind of and that gets fastened to the actual frame mm-hmm. of the 2011. But I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to me that 
you know, you have all that, all that room inside that grip of like a 1911. Yet you're using a lot of its right. You're using a half inch of width. You know, on an inch and a half wide grip, you're using a half inch of width. What good's a 1911 if it doesn't weigh 17 pounds though? (laughs) This is true. (laughs) To keep all that material in there, we got six pounds of stainless back here in the grip. (laughs) I will strike you. And they sh- they really should design 1911s with like a handle on the. Do you want to get striked on the muzzle end? <laughs> striked and oh, a handle on the muzzle end and a hammer on the on the bottom right. of the the grip. That way you yep. can just you know bash somebody to death with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but back finger to these, grooves on the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Yeah, there, you <laughs> there you go. If I was a CNC guy, I'd totally make one. Oh of those. yeah, that's funny. So back to these shield arms, though. So if if you're not familiar, it's not a it's not a double stack. It's not a single stack. They call it a one and a half. Basically, it's in it's in between those two. Um, so what they they ended up doing was finding a way to to put 15 rounds in a in an extremely small magazine. So if you're familiar with the Glock 43, I have a Glock 43 that I carry, um, and I added a plus three magazine to it. So I had nine rounds in that magazine. Um, plus one in the chamber, obviously. So if you reload, you can have a total of 10 rounds. But this fancy new magazine, it's the same freaking, basically the same footprint, the same size, but you get the 15 plus one in it. I mean, so it's a, it's a win-win situation. It's freaking awesome. Now I can have, I, I'm going to order a, you can order a uh, 43X frame off a gun broker for like 135 bucks, complete, slap it onto my 43 slide, and here we go. I'm off to the races. You know, it's, I got 15 freaking rounds. That's as, that's as much as my damn, is my, my, 19. my 19. So why am I ever going to carry my 19 again? Other than the I'd fact probably rather carry. A 19. I would rather carry a nineteen, mm-hmm. but I like it bigger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like, you, you, it feels you better. Didn't know you were saying that until you said it, and then you were just like, you just <laughs> rolled with it. You're like, oh shit, this is gonna sound bad, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> I'm happier was, when bigger things are in so my hands. It's not as bad as when you said, "Come into me." <laughs> oh, well, I, yes, but, but so the, the the nice thing is, oh, they got the forty three X and the forty eight. So the the only reason you guys want a bigger gun is the longer sight picture. Well, That's you not, get the forty. You no, it's not true. There's a lot of benefits that come with a bigger gun. Well, yes, reduced recoil basically is the more only. comfort. Uh, that's debatable on a on when you get when you get a bigger reduce. Grip. I mean, let's let's really add all this stuff up. So you got longer sight radius, mm-hmm. right? So more accurate. In general, I mean, yes, like but basically, if you so go with the forty-eight, longer, though, you got the same sight radius, right? Longer sight radius, reduced recoil, and higher capacity, right? So, just I'm saying from a forty from a forty-three to a nineteen, right? You've got reduced recoil because it's heavier, mm-hmm. higher capacity, mm-hmm. and a longer sight radius. But if you upgrade to a forty-eight, you have the same capacity and the same sight radius. And probably, I would bet you the weight is extremely close, so it's debatable if there's really even much of a benefit at all. So Obviously, that's, and that's know, on a forty-eight. Right? That's on a forty-eight, which all a forty-eight okay. is is a forty-eight is just a longer version of the forty-three X. Right. So here's my question to you: Why buy a forty-three X and then buy, uh, especially for you, why buy a forty-three X frame? And then buy these other magazines when you could have just bought a forty-eight and just been. Well, I'm not going to get a forty-eight. I, I know, but I, I know, but I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. What's. What's the need, 
for shield arms to produce these 15 round magazines for the 43 X. If I can just buy a 48 and it's virtually the same thing, just it's has not, a higher capacity. It's, it's not the 43, the 43 X and the 48 have the exact same capacity in f- from the factory. Oh, so it doesn't shield arms. So is 40, the only for, so shield 48 arms. doesn't have the same capacity as a 19. No, not unless you put these shield arms magazines. In. Okay, that is why they're oh, shit hot okay. sellers. I see what you're saying. I see what you're I posted saying. them. Actually, so just a forty, a forty-eight, or a forty-three X versus a nineteen. I still have from the factory. They only have 10, 10 rounds right. compared to fifteen. So, so I still have so they're the same sight radius, but I'm still going to have lower recoil and higher capacity as a factory firearm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's okay. but that's why yep. these shield arms are so shit hot. And I posted them the other day on the Life Short Live Free Facebook um, when they were in stock, which was rare. Um, right. That was the first time they'd been in stock since they did their pre-sale. Which I don't even like. I said I don't even freaking own one yet. I just went and, and snagged two. They're forty bucks a piece, so they're not cheap, but they're gonna be nice. Um, I'll get them on Tuesday. I mean, I'm gonna realistically, play with them, they're them, not love like. Them outrageously expensive well compared to most magazines there's plenty of magazines that are 40 bucks right i mean right so i did 30 to 40 dollars a piece i'll end up doing not for anything that i own because i'm a cheap piece of shit 50 i think yeah right yeah but that that's what i mean compared to glock mags is the only reason they seem expensive right but so but i'm pretty stoked about this i'm like i said i'm gonna buy a 43x frame and, and rock it and be happy with it. Um, I'll do a video about that. So, I think the conversion <clears throat> of everything and stuff. So, you're gonna buy a 43x frame. Mm-hmm. So, what if? I I, I would have personally. I would have just built another frame for or another slide and barrel. Well, I could. I still. Can. I mean, you might. I, as I, well. I could just buy another frame for it, but I. I actually, I'm debating buying a uh, frame with a red dot on it and rocking my 43x with a, a red slide dot. with a, a red frame dot. with a red dot. That's or slide the, with a red. Yeah, interesting. Yes, yeah. Interesting. No, this is a new design. It's 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 it's, it's like a 45 can't. <laughs> <laughs> the red dot actually goes on the side, so you shoot it sideways. So well, it's a kill it's, shot. It's on, yeah, that's a kill shot. That's a kill shot. <laughs> One of those uh, things that attaches. To the rail and goes up over the yeah. slide. And those are attached. So butt ass ugly. Yeah. Well, they're mostly for competition. Well, I, they serve yeah. a purpose because they don't reciprocate. You know, I could see yep. that. But, um, anyways, I'm pretty stoked about these. I'll make a video on them about doing the whole conversion and everything, and it'll uh, should be fun. I'm pretty pretty excited. I, don't know. I yeah, I think the the magazines are they're they're a good idea. You know, they're they're a super smart design and. Have you have you guys heard of shield arms before this? Yeah, those are my my mag extensions for my Glock 17 or shield arms. Okay, because I I mean I know they've been around for a while, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I've heard of them until they did this shit. That this is kind of put yeah them those up, those mag extensions that you seracoded for me with my 17, okay. the polymer 80. Yeah, those are shield arms. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, um, but I I don't know. It's it's smart. I mean, you think about it, you get rid of the polymer, you can, obviously, you got a little more room for side to side on, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm really surprised that it took us hundred years no, to figure this shit I'm out. I'm really surprised that Glock hasn't come out with their own Glock branded version of this. I don't why know. Has, why does Glock insist on using polymer? Because it's nice. their thing. I don't know. I don't know why they insist also, on it. Also, but... has anybody tested to see if they're as reliable as a factory Glock mag? Well, yeah, I'm, I plan on it. 
to a certain extent. I'm He'll not, shoot I mean, like I'm, 20, 30 rounds and no, be like, I'm yeah, gonna, good enough, yeah, boys. Before, awesome. No, before I'm ever going to carry him, I'm going to shoot hundreds of rounds through him. I think we should sure shoot, I think we should, in one day, we should shoot 2,000 rounds through your 43X, through that magazine, through one of those magazines. So if you guys want to sponsor this video, let us know and buy the ammo for us. Um, actually, it'll only be about 400 bucks. Three, Less three, than that. 360. Yeah, 350, three, yeah, 360. You want to cough up 360 bucks? No. Yeah, I don't either. So, but anyway, I'm going to shoot elite, probably five, probably I, I might between two to 500 rounds before I'll ever probably 500 mm. rounds before I'll ever carry it. Yeah. I'd be more than that. I think as far as carrying stuff, but well, uh, I don't know. So, um, yeah, we'll see what, 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 what kind of video I come up with, but I'll, uh, I'll do I something. So smell that whiskey still for some reason. And, and you know what? I just, sick. I finished, <laughs> I finished mine and you know what bothers me about this? It you smells no. It smells like um, bug spray. You said that. You have said about that about the every last whiskey, like, two or three. Like, whiskey. No, I said that. I said that about the last whiskey and this whiskey. Those are the only two whiskeys I've said it about. I don't know. My hangover's kicking into high gear. I think you're those hot flashes now. Drink think, more whiskey. You hitting menopause? Yeah, maybe that'll help. You hitting menopause, Toad? Maybe you're getting the flu, dude. Coronavirus? Ooh. No, the flu. The Bud Light virus. Well, it's a, I think I really think it's no. The same Toad thing. had the Toad had the, the vodka, vodka sour <laughs> China virus. Flu. You have you got the vodka sour vibe. I was giving you shit last night because they look like Smirnoff that you're drinking. You remember that? They're yeah. Like, Who did I pick up and carry to the cooler last night? Richie. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 Little Richie. Little Dick. Hey, uh, Toady, are you ready for your segment? I am. Get your Take a look. It's in a book. Stop. I'm traveling with Toad. With uh, you guys have no idea how much I cringe inside every time I hear that goddamn segment. You, you love, love it. it. That <laughs> makes me happy. So today we're going all the way back to 1958. Ooh. And like what we're going to talk about is the AR-7 designed by none other than Eugene Stoner himself. It's a, for those of you who don't know what an AR-7 is, it's a, it's a basically... A backpacker's rifle is what it's called. So it's a survival rifle. It fits in its in itself, basically. Everything fits in. Does it look stock. like an AR? No, no. It's, it's it looks like a revolver Henry... with a no, with a stock on it. No, okay. the the new Henry still produces these. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Henry survival rifle. Yep. This. Yeah. I just looked them up. Academy has them for two hundred twenty nine bucks. Yeah, they're cheap and they're awesome. Yeah, they are kind of neat. But I. I'm interested to hear the history of it because I knew this was a Eugene Stoner design. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I don't really know much about it. Yeah. Well, he um, designed it for mostly recreational users as a takedown rifle, backpackers and whatnot. But it got adopted by a lot of uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. I don't know why I laughed. I th- did the <laughs> recreational users just made me think of drugs? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, Sam. get your mind out of the gutter. Anyway. So it was, it was geared more towards like the back, the weekend backpackers, people, you know, boaters, whatever. Camping, mm-hmm. boating. And mm-hmm. uh, it actually got, how do I say that, adopted by the Air Force as a pilot survival rifle. <laughs> they would issue them those in their, hey, keep me cocked for your planes. The Israelis did the same thing with it. They issued it to their pilots too. Um, so is that like strapped to your seat so when you eject it's like... Attached to your seat, so he bails so. out with you. I think so. Yeah, in some in some way, way shape or form. Yeah, right. I think so. Cool. But uh, 
anyway, uh, I'm trying to find it here. Henry acquired the rights to it in 1980. So, um, so yeah, the, now it's now it's, just like the design, like the overall. Yep. Now it's called the uh, Henry U.S. Henry U.S. Survival AR-7 rifle. Uh, the stock and everything is ABS plastic, basically, but it, it's designed to float too. Mm-hmm. Did it um, used to be wood originally? Yeah. But uh, yeah, Israeli pilot survival rifle and all that too. So. It's just a neat little twenty-two. It comes in eight, ten, and fifteen round magazines. Have I they? Mean, and that was designed originally as a twenty-two long rifle. Yes, it's always been yep. a twenty-two. Okay. Yep, always has been. Uh, I, oh, twenty-five round magazines are now available too. Uh, the new models have. Um, sorry, folks, I can't think today. Picatinny reels on them. Oh, okay. For, For mounting optics. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Anyway. Keep, keep chuckling over dipshit. <laughs> no, they're they're super cool. If you haven't if you haven't seen them before, you should check them out. They're they're really cool. They're good, like a good backpack gun for mm-hmm. like camping and things like that. Um, so basically, they're if you've seen like a ten twenty two takedown rifle, you know that the basically the barrel comes off of the receiver. Um, and like Magpul, I know makes stocks just gonna for the ten twenty two takedowns where they where they just like click together. So like the receiver and the barrel kind of click together and they, they work really good in a backpack. Um, but this was obviously well before the 1022 takedown was available. Um, and, and like the barrel goes in the butt stock and there's room for magazines. (laughs) You need real help. (laughs) Anytime anybody says, butt, it doesn't matter if it's butt stock, (laughs) but it, if the letters B U T T are anywhere together in a word, it's he's giggling. No, yeah, he's got but, pro- he's got problems. Yeah, so it's they like they float the, and I think a lot of them like are the Henry ones. Are they stainless barreled? Uh they used to be. Yeah, it was a stainless barrel inside of like a plastic tube. Right. Um, and I think now they're just regular. It's like a regular barrel, but is it? Yeah, because um, well, and that's like a lot with a lot of those ten twenty two barrels. I know they're a steel rifled sleeve inside of an aluminum barrel. You know, the like a lot of the fluted bull barrels are actually aluminum with a steel sleeve. Uh-huh. I don't know if that was kind of the same thing with the survival rifles, but those survival rifles, the barrel actually goes in the stock, and there's like room for the magazines and a bunch of ammo. And I think there's actually. Uh... I know I saw one time somebody put a little survival kit in there, like some fishing line and some hooks and some, you know. Yeah, windproof, windproof matches and yep. stuff like that. So are you guys yeah. going to jam one of these in your backpack when we do our survival uh, Maybe. Video? I honestly, I'm not opposed to buying one of these things. No, like, I think, I think it'd, it'd be, be a really, cool. I think it'd be a good, just a good something to have in your safe or in your mm-hmm. pickup or, you know. So if you guys, I think we talked about this last time we kicked around doing it, but we're going to do a... Uh, gonna do a um a, a video or a, maybe a video series or something we're gonna go out and just find some random ass middle of nowhere we're gonna uh, everybody has a backpack and that's it and we go and spend the weekend probably i think maybe friday through sunday um and just that's all you get you don't get you don't get to bring a tent you just gotta rough it and which is not gonna be that hard for only two days um, but it'll be but it'll be a different experience. It'll for all at of us least because, make us build shelter, make right. fire, you know. 
Catch her, get her own fire. food. You right. know, rabbits and fish and squirrels. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> Jenks, you have any of you guys eaten a squirrel? Yes. Toad, I figured you would have. Or they yep. taste like chicken. No, frog no, legs. I've had rabbit, not squirrel. Yeah, we it's had pretty, a, we had a rabbit, rabbit. We had a rabbit for <laughs> Easter imagine. one time. It's, it's <laughs> honestly, it's it's real close to rabbit. I think. Yeah, it it's a greasy, really rooms. lean it's meat. Definitely greasy. <laughs> um, I better be. I better be the bomb, like deep fried though, like with breading on and shit. It's not bad. I've had it deep Ooh, fried. Yeah. I've had it like just seared in oil in a pan, mm. you know, just kind of fried. But I've had it breaded and fried fried in a deep fryer. It's pretty good. Nice. Dad always nice. said that. Uh, I I guess I mean. People are probably like, oh, my God, he just said squirrel's good, but squirrel well, dad, eggs are pretty tasty. Dad and their family ate a lot of that when they were growing up because there was 12 fucking kids in that family, you know, and he said... If are Grandpa, they Catholic? Nope. Um, surprising. He said, uh, if Grandpa sent us into the woods to get dinner with a box of 22 shells and we came back with no shells and no food, he said, we got our asses beat. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean... <laughs> you just burn up all my twenty two ammo mm-hmm. and you got no dinner. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of which, are you guys buying twenty two ammo like it's nobody's business right now? No, I've got like Should four thousand rounds. Yeah, man. Remember you guys Dude, it is so cheap right now. It's stupid. It's cheap. finally it's it's not stupid cheap. It's not the same price it was ten years it's ago. Close. But it's getting it's damn close. close. When I first got into and I think I've told you guys this before, but I got into guns. Uh, 2012, December of 2012, December 5th, the Boy, this Sandy, is getting awfully particular. The Sandy Hook massacre happened, and it fucking went bonkers. You couldn't yeah. find, you couldn't find nothing, and for for a year, you couldn't find 22. Yeah, and I mean, I got oh, a good there was, supply of it, but I, like, I I work at a gun store, and people do just you don't own a 22. Yes. Okay. Um, just I guess a, just I just a rifle, never just a Marlin that. 22, nothing yeah. special. I should really get a 1022, but I should too. Uh, I got a bunch of 1022 mags even. I don't even own a But I I'm freaking guilty of it, you know. Why am I not buying 22? Like just every time you see it, well, here's a brick 20 well, bucks. There was, stock it up. There was people for a long time there. Like you said right after excuse me, right after 2012 in that time frame 2012 to 2014, I think was probably the height of the 22 long rifle shortage mm-hmm. shortage paying 80 to 100 bucks a brick yeah there was people that were like waiting at walmart on like thursdays when the truck came in oh, oh yeah. yeah there was like people waiting for a truck to come in and like they would sort out 22 ammo for these guys who were there every week when truck got there well, Wal- like dunham's was the same way yep and they put you a couldn't... limit on how many boxes you could buy because these guys were coming in and buying all and just mm-hmm. hoarding Re- it reselling it yep. making yep. a stupid profit well and that was yeah that was the crazy thing because it was normal price at the gun at like Walmart and Dunham's and shit like that. But then you go to, They'd a go gun to the show. gun show oh and my just God. make a slaying on that mm-hmm. shit. Yep. I bought 40 bricks last week for 20 bucks a brick, sold all 40 for $80 a brick at yep. the gun show. You know, it was like, it was insane. Well, it, man, most ammo was like that too. Like 223. I remember I had a, uh, I had an alert on um, my, there was a, there was an extension you could put on Google that alerted you when um, a certain store had this shit in stock. And I, I went over there and bought several boxes of 223 because, shit, the only 223 I could find after I bought my AR, I bought from um, Dave or um, uh, Farmer when he had uh, that yeah. that store over in his garage over there for a buck around. 
That was the first oh, shit yeah. that I ever bought. The first well, that remember, remember, I remember being in Norfolk, Nebraska, and, and in a gun <clears> store, <throat> and I ran into a guy who had two thousand round cases of two two three, and nobody could find them. And I knew a guy that was looking for him, and he paid a thousand dollars piece. That doesn't even surprise me. Just I'm insane. Like, so, Holy and fuck. you know, and, and I'm as guilty as anybody else. But why the fuck are we not just stocking the shit out of it when it's because this is cheap right now? It's probably as cheap as we're ever going to see it in our lifetime ever yeah. again, or well, not in our lifetime, in anybody's lifetime. Yeah. So, my dad. It's funny because my dad was kind of he was a hoarder of ammo, and when all this was going on, I remember he went to a gun show. And actually, you remember that yellow Remington UMC box I have of that? Uh, mm-hmm. They're like light. They're like yes. 45 or 50 grain. You know, they're super light projectile 223. And that's a 250 round box. And you want to know what the price is on that box? $5. This is from a gun show in like 2014. Oh, oh so <laughs> Never mind. Uh, several hundred dollars. Yeah. It was like I think it was like two hundred and twenty-five bucks for this box of two hundred and fifty rounds of like forty-five grain hollow point two twenty-three. So do you remember going over to to a Dunham's on just uh, like Black Friday crazy. just to buy a fucking nine millimeter in two thousand? It, it must have been two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I remember the guys that were there were like for the twenty-two ammo at the time too, because they had mm-hmm. that limited number of those buckets of golden bullets or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. All I, insane, was, all I wanted was a damn ground blind. He wanted some 9mm. There was a line. To the, all the way to the, all the, the back, of the, back of the store. We'll never, we'll never. I've done. The only time I ever done Black Friday was that. And I went over with box and got a gun safe. So I've only bought gun. I've only bought ammo and a safe. You know, I'm not yeah. doing too bad. Yeah. But I mean. That we, was fucking insane. We got there. What? It opened 11? at midnight. Yeah. You know? I think we got there at 11 and sat in the parking lot. And it was just. People, people, people pulling and pulling and pulling. Yeah, so like, we better mess. go get out. So we get out and it starts fucking snowing. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> shit. So anyway, moral of the story is buy ammo while it's cheap because at some, at some point, I'm sorry, but the Repu- Republicans are not going to hold the, you know, the yeah, presidency not for, be forever. The, and, forever. And, and they and they don't do anything for us anyway. That's another thing that, that I think we need to be more proactive on is, you know, they the whenever the Democrats are in charge, they chip away and they chip away and, and they chip away. You know, but the Republicans never chip away back the other direction. We had direction. the House, holding, the Senate, and the presidency, and what do we get? Yeah, Jack nothing. Shit. So it's a holding pattern, lose our rights. Holding pattern, mm-hmm. lose our rights. Holding pattern, lose more rights. It's, it's and it's ridiculous. interesting that you mentioned that because well, if you look at the uh, essentially, yes, it was over slavery, but essentially the Civil War started because some of the, s- the Southern states says you we do what we want and the, and the federal government tried to you know exert their power over them and that, i think we're almost getting back into that 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 state a little bit because a lot of states are saying Fuck you we're not gonna you know sanctuary states sanctuary counties sanctuary there's a cities lot of there's also a lot of say, states saying you know the opposite you know to the sanctuary state they're like well to hell with the electoral college we're giving all our all of our yeah votes. In- intelligence Fuck what our citizens think. Uh, we're right. gonna do what the rest of the county or the rest of the country thinks. It's mm-hmm. outrageous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, box. Did you uh, <clears throat> did you take uh, our uh? Do you have a stockpile uh, of ammo? Uh, no, I don't. I'm very don't? low on ammo. Are you? Yes. I get it. I, I, Not as low as you guys, but yeah. I keep oh, a, I'm I keep a thousand low. rounds of uh, nine mil and two twenty three. I'm, I'm on low on two twenty three ball ammo. 
hollow points, I probably have four thousand left. I just don't. Okay, have, yeah, I'm pretty low. <laughs> I just, I just don't. I don't want to shoot all of my hollow point stuff. Just dicking off. Have you shot much of it? You know, you know, it functions and works good and shit. Yeah, I mean, I do. You remember the rabbit on it. the range? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you not remember me smoking that rabbit on Easter last year, trying to run across the shooting range? Why didn't we eat that? Because there was, was nothing left. <laughs> it was, was pre-butchered, man. Dude. No, it exploded. Yeah, but so, no, it's. I've. I think I have probably. Uh. Three to four thousand on a two twenty three as far as like hollow points and yeah, shit. You're doing go, better but, than me. Like I said, I only keep about a thousand rounds. Around ball there. ammo. I do, I have nothing. I think I have like two loaded magazines, and that's what I have for ball ammo for two twenty three. But hmm. and and seven six two by thirty nine. I got a boatload. I would hate to count the amount of rounds I have for an AK. Yeah, I got six hundred, and I don't even own a fucking AK, so I should probably get on that. <laughs> Um, Box, we got a, a suggestion for Baddest Dude of the Week. Did you go with that this week? No, I didn't. Oh. I already had. So we're going to do that next week. Lineup, Are we going to do that next week? I mean, I can. We probably but should. Why? That's okay. Because it was a request. It can budge in line a little I bit. I requested the request, though. <laughs> that is the baddest <laughs> son of a bitch I have ever seen ever. Yes, the Baddest Dude of the Week. Yeah, what you a can nice tell touch. Box was drunk when he made that because he's in the background and he actually sounds happy. Because he never screams. <laughs> I scream all the time. What are you talking about? Well, he does. I, he, yeah. screams. <laughs> he screams. He screams he's pretty talking, regular. Yeah, if he's talking, he's. Have you ever worked close with to me? screaming? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Have you? When you guys Ooh. think of uh, what, Sam? Oh, you got Ooh. a piece of paper, not just your phone. That, that just a couple of oh, okay. Sorry. minor notes. Go ahead. I'm not super prepared. <laughs> Surprise, right? You say that every fucking <laughs> time. There's not a lot to this one, actually. When you guys think of uh, Vietnam, sni- Vietnam snipers, what do you think of? Carlos Hathcock. White Feather or Chuck Mooney? Yeah, Carlos Hathcock would be the one most yeah, people would. That's White Feather. Yep. He what was the other one you said? Chuck Mooney. Well, there you go, buddy. You got Woo! it. <laughs> Most yeah, most people think of Hathcock I mean, when they think really of. Are we really surprised that Toad knew the history lesson of the week? I mean, <laughs> really? No, no, because Toad's me. really the history guy here. Kind of helps. I read a lot about Vietnam when I was a kid because my dad was there. Yeah, yeah, that does help. Yeah. Anyways, Hathcock, I, he was there in like sixty nineteen sixty six, I believe, and Mawini was there in sixty eight and sixty nine. And uh, Hathcock had 93 report or recorded kills or confirmed kills, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this guy had 103 confirmed kills with another 216 probable kills. Yeah. Which probable kills is just... How do they confirm a kill? Sorry to interrupt. They but it's literally go and check, right? Yeah, yeah. Or if, if like, they can see the guy laying body. there dead. Like, I think one of Mawini's deals was one night he was up in a tree and the unit below him got ambushed and he took out, like, 19 guys. And like in a river, but yeah, uh, that's the, that, that, that's the story. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyways. Um. Well, surprisingly, I lost my train of thought. Anyways. So yeah, there was this boy. Okay. Yeah, they were out of this base near Da Nang, I believe, is what they called it. What they call also called Arizona Territory. Yep. Which was a large, you know, and my dad was in 
He's been there a couple times. Oh, yeah? Yep. Anyways, there was a large North Vietnamese Army force moving its way towards that base, but a monsoon shut down the air support. So this Chuck Mawinney guy, he volunteered to cover the river crossing where they expected him to cross. And I don't know why he decided to leave his sniper rifle at the base, and then he went ahead with his M14 and his starlight scope, which was an early night vision thing. Mm-hmm. Which I can't imagine night vision back in Vietnam was shit. was real great. But he, him and his spotter, were just overlooking this <clears throat> this river crossing. And a few hours later, a few hours later, the uh, the army showed up and. A single scout approached the river and checked it all out, you know, but he didn't want to take him out. So the scout was just obviously scouting things out for the rest of them. And he waited until the rest of the, the army got into that river. And he was this he engaged them from it says twenty five to seventy five meters. And there was he took out sixteen guys and I read somewhere else that it was within like thirty seconds and they were all headshots. Wow. <laughs> just one after the other with with an M14, just bam, 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 and just freaking crazy. That's, That's insane. That is nuts. I mean, yeah. and it's it's so smart, like, when you think about it, I'm not going to take out the scout because, right. you know, if he if they don't hear, if, you know, if they get radio silence, they're not coming up here yeah. or... Well, it's, it's uh, you know, they're not, obviously not that far behind. If they hear a, a single gunshot... You know, and we don't see the scout come back. How much? How, know, many, how many guys did you say? 103 confirmed kills and 216 probable. Well, I mean, just in that 16. In that he, river, 16. He, he killed 16. Can you imagine? And here's here's something like, like when I think of that, for some reason, like I just think like after that's all done and you're back at your base and you're just like, holy, fuck, I just murdered you know well, not murdered but you know what i mean i yeah. just i just i shot 16 guys through the head like oh like it, it i can't kinda, i can't imagine that it kinda, like watch some of his interviews on like youtube and stuff he he used to do some stuff with the history channel every once in a while and when he talks about it you can tell it, it, it kind of him up because like i'm sure i well and, and a lot <laughs> of those guys and well and that's that's one thing too is um i know like the American Sniper, the movie, right? So they talked a lot to, like, Chris Kyle's wife. And, you know, in, in that movie, there's a very iconic scene of, like, the kid. The kid, yes. Right? So that's, you know, that's kind of, that's one thing to be a sniper where you have a lot of long shots. And you're dis- detached you're, a little bit. You're from detached it. a little bit. But, like, Box was just saying this was all fifteen to seventy-five meters. You're close. So this is You're right all there. within a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like that's some up close and personal shit. Right? And, and a we- lot of those guys that went over there, and I don't know if he if he was drafted or he you know went in you know by himself, but a lot of those guys didn't want to be over there. A lot of those guys that was yeah. A lot they, of the drafted they were drafted and they just did what they were supposed to do and spit on and called baby killers. And they you know, it's just right. Man, it just boggles my mind. And we had a thought the other day, and I've been thinking a little bit about this, Toad. About you mentioned um, talking to your dad and my uncle, but I don't, I, I don't know if he'd be interested in something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think they would. But I did. I, 
because they they don't want to talk about it, and I can't blame them in the least bit. But I th- I just think it'd be so fascinating mm-hmm. to actually get it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to, uh, to, to get them to the open stories. up. And I, and I I don't blame them; if they don't want to. But to get them to open up and actually talk man to man to them and and hear their fucking because I can't imagine some of the crazy stories that they would have. Just absolutely insane. Well, do you know um, that Big and Rich song Eighth of November about mm-hmm. Niles Harris? Yeah. Uh, Rick Bully's friends with him. Really? Yeah, he lives out in, um, I think it's Lead, out by Deadwood. Yeah, yeah and, huh. and Rick meets up with him every once in a while for a beer when he's out there on his bike. Interesting. So, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, man. and it, it should, just hey. a situation like that, and like in Vietnam, like you know, half the country just fucking hated you for doing what you had to do. Right. Know, oh, yeah. you what you're supposed to do, and then you're yeah, just what fighting you're drafted for your to life. do. You don't have a choice. One one thing though, I see he's got Carlos Hathcock's name written down there. Um, he put <laughs> he would snipe people from helicopters. Like he'd lay on the floor of a helicopter, and so one of the things he did that was actually kind of cool. I don't think anybody had ever done it. He put a scope. On an M2 50 cal machine gun. So that's that's a funny story that you say that because there's a there's a funny story about Carlos Hathcock that um, a couple of his com- I know one maybe two of his confirmed kills were he was he had put a scope on this M2 50 cal machine gun right mm-hmm. and he had been sighting it in in this certain area one day in the fucking jungle. He had like found a spot where he could shoot like out to, I don't remember. It was like 500 meters or something. And there was two Vietnamese, two Viet Cong walked exactly like walked across (laughs) his target where he had been sighting his, that rifle in the day before, like walked right through. He's like, I I think it was actually, he talked about it in an interview. I think is, wow. But he said, yeah, it was just, you know, he's like, I, I'm probably one of the luckiest individuals. You know, it's not that I was that good. I was just that lucky to have mm-hmm. this number of confirmed kills. But I know he talked about it. It's he had put this scope on this M2 machine gun, was sighting it in out in the jungle. What caliber would that just like a 50 a cal 50 cal? Yeah, okay. it was a 50 cal machine gun. <laughs> it was a 50 BMG machine oh, okay. gun. Sure. And. He had been sighting it in the day before, and there was like Viet Cong walked right across his target <laughs> where he had oh, been look, sighting rabbits. it in the day before, and he was like, "Well, this is too easy, you know, just ding done." But no oh, man, I yeah. I can't remember if it was him or Chuck Mawinney. I'm pretty sure it was one of the two, but he took on this. It was like basically a suicide mission. They wanted this NVA general dead. And it took him, I want to say, like four days to, to crawl, crawl in, into yeah. range of this camp where they were at. I think this was. Uh, so what do you do I don't in a think situation that was like that? When you're... I think that was. Was it Mawinney? I think so. How do you? How but, do you like? Hey, but okay. he he crawled. Let me let me finish because it, it gets nuts. So he was. He basically made himself a bush, mm-hmm. like dressed up like a tree. You know, had grass and everything, and he just crawled centimeter by centimeter. Like an inch an hour. Moved with the wind. <laughs> right. And got into range, took this guy out, and he said at one point, I think the guy, when they were looking for him, the guy stepped on his hand or something like that. Yeah. But he made it back out. 
everybody thought he was going to go in there and just die. My but, question is, how the fuck do you? Four days, you got to piss, you got to shit. What do you do? Guess. Piss you your shit pants. Yourself, shit your piss pants. Yourself. Yeah. Huh. That's a, that's not an that's uncommon real, thing. That's real uncomfortable at the end of four days. There's, what are you What are some... you gonna do? I'm six miles into enemy territory. That's why well, I was asking. You know what? I'm two days in. I got a shit. I can't yeah. do it. Let me yeah. just stand up. That's <laughs> why I was asking. I'm just you know. You know it's, no, I, yeah, they definitely shit themselves. It's... Do you here, here's so here's a question. Do you just wait as long as you possibly can so it's horrible, or you just go and you got to go? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I feel like you probably just go when you get it. And it, and probably, honestly, I don't know if he did shit for four days. Because you think about it, those MREs, they weren't MREs. Those are those are binders. A lot of they weren't they weren't <laughs> MREs back then. They were sea rats. They came in a can. Yeah, they're sea rations, yeah, yeah, but they're still the same thing. They're binders. So you think he was they're eating? They're made you to think make he was you eating? not shit. You think he was eating those know, four last days? Last time I ate one, I shit like a clever goose. It was horrible. <laughs> you think he was eating those four days, or just he just didn't eat? No, he just didn't eat those four days, but I'm saying leading up to those four days. Because huh. those like MREs and like C-rations and shit like that, they're, they're dietarily, I mean, comprised of things that are... Made supposed to, to make you, you not shit. Cheese. You want to know something right. cool? I, Cheese, I, peanut butter, crackers. You are. <laughs> I read. I read this in a book, when in high school. I think the book was called uh, "The Cat." Take a look. The cat from it's Hugh. In a book. Um, the cat what? The cat from Hugh. H U E. That was about the Vietnam War. And one of the things the author had in there was how they would heat up water or sea rats out in the field. They would get in their pack and they would tear off. A little chunk of C4 and light it. And he said it either worked or you blew your fingers off. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, I'm not. Yeah, make sure you don't grab too big of a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of that shit. Interesting. Interesting. That is interesting. Toad, I actually have a book for you that I I want to reread before I give it to you. What's it called? Kama Sutra. No. Um, I actually, I don't remember. The last time I read it, I think I was 12 years old. What was it about? Vietnam. I've probably read it. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but I've got, it was actually a book of my grandfather's that, mm. that I, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, he gave to you know, me and, and, uh, just, I like to, uh, you guys move it, move it. I oh. like to move it, move it. Um. <laughs> You guys ever watch that uh, Grand Tour, the offshoot of uh, Top Gear? Yeah. Yep. They just came out with a new special here a month or so ago. Um, and what they did instead of cars is they took boats. And hose? No. And oh. they, they did the Mekong all the way through. The Mekong Vietnam. River. And uh, Jeremy Clarkson's boat, he had he paid $100,000 or who, whoever does the show Holy. paid 100 grand, and had an authentic replication of a... Uh, Riverboat, Vietnam era riverboat. What the wasn't a PT boat or was it a PT boat? No, that was World War Two. Anyway, regardless, yeah. And they were jet powered, and the jets and the original ones were made by Jacuzzi. Really? Yeah, that's what he was saying. It was Crazy. really cool, and and hmm. they were so fast, <laughs> and they had this system on them where if you, you you were going full bore because they would the the drivers of those boats would always go full bore because it's the only way with those jets you got any steering. Right. And it's just like a jet ski. If you let off the throttle, you don't go anywhere. If you try and turn, well, it has, 
it has this thing on it where you flip a switch and it instantly switches from the back jets to the front jets and it'll stop you in like 30 feet. Wow. And it was just really, really cool to watch. But uh, yeah, and then uh, they stopped and he went and they stopped at some battlefield areas and whatnot and had some stories and, you know, like Vietnam flashback things that they did. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. I, I, I've watched it four or five times. Hmm. But uh, and my dad, you know, we'll talk to him. You ever been here? Yep, been here. Yep, been here. He's got a funny story he likes to tell. My dad, uh, he was in the Navy for from 70 to 85. And uh, they were pulling into Da Nang Harbor, which the North Vietnamese had mined, I believe. And his captain in the ship he was on had been the XO on the Enterprise aircraft carrier, which was in the area. So dad was down on the ship and uh, I believe in the engine room. And he said the captain, the former XO, had one of his flyboys fly over and break the sound barrier. (laughs) Or something like that. <laughs> so they thought they'd hit a fucking mine. Yeah. Dad goes, you've never seen so many dudes up on the deck running back and forth <laughs> trying to see where the hole was. <laughs> Panicking. Oh, God. We've been hit. <laughs> the real dick move. <laughs> hey, at least he had a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> what a douche. Johnson, what do you? I hear you got a good uh, douche of the week for us. What yeah. Do, what do you so, got? I found a pretty good one this week. It was. Uh, it comes out of Canada. Oh, Canadian douche. Yeah, you got to read it like you're Canadian. Eh? Yeah, so the uh, Clark County up there in uh, Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> uh, this guy said he was sorry, so, you know, that's the end of the story there. So, <laughs> But there was a, a burglar, which I know is a hard word for burglar. you. Burglar. 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 Yeah. So there's a burglar. Notice the spelling. Burglar. B-U-R-G-L. Looks like burglar to me. <laughs> burglar. But there was a burglar who broke into escape room. Into an escape room. <laughs> into escape into an escape room. Boy. Just channeling my inner Sam. Yeah. <laughs> this guy broke into an escape room. Couldn't find his way out. Had to call nine one one on himself to get out of the escape room. Why well, does we, one break into an escape room? I think he just, I think he was hammered, basically. Confused about came, came where in, he was? Yeah, like opened a door, got in, didn't realize. So the door that he came in was actually like a hidden door inside the room. And it closed. It had, it. yeah, it had, uh, so you came in from the exterior of the building, you pushed the door open. It opened, You cl- the door closed behind you, it was a bookshelf. So you had a bookshelf attached to the back of the door mm-hmm. in the escape room. Couldn't figure room. out how to open it again. Couldn't figure out how to get out of there. <laughs> Dumb <laughs> probably didn't have a flashlight, so it was probably dark in there, so he couldn't figure anything out. So he he got into the room, he took, and it was like, he, got, he could get out of the escape room, but he couldn't get out of the building. He was in the offices. Like, he was in the fridge, took a beer... Found a cell phone, used the cell phone to call 911 on himself to get out of there. Well, if the guy was smart, he just would have stayed in there he the whole obviously time until wasn't. they walked in the next day and been like, you motherfuckers, you just left me in here and, and be all pissed off. And, right. And that would have been that. So the three things that he ended up taking while he was in this room were one, a cell phone, which he ended up using to call 911 on himself. 
The second thing was a beer out of the one of the refrigerators, right? You know what the third thing was? Mm. That he Could that be. he had on his person. I will give all of you a hundred bucks if you can come up <laughs> like a dildo. No hmm. cookies. No. Box? Come on, what's box. Your what's your what's your guess? And the last thing that was found on this guy's person when the cops got there. A, a cell phone, a beer, the things that he took from this place. A cell phone, a beer, and what? I don't know, man. A hammer. A TV remote. <laughs> what? This is what this guy maybe, picked up and hey, put Maybe he had that fucking same TV and he lost his remote. He's like, God, this is a remote I've been looking for. Boy, this is just the <laughs> best day ever. Yeah, so Clark County Sheriff's responded to that place, the, you know, the escape room place looking for the burglar who reportedly took a cell phone tv remote and a beer from the print from the fridge prior to calling authorities on himself so this guy yeah Uh, we're real smart smart individual there i was watching the video and they they showed the guy you know the surveillance video the guy comes in in the door from the outside of the building it shuts and you can like see the bookcase <laughs> on the door and he's like kind of rooting around in the in the room and stuff and is kind of moving around through the offices and then he goes back to like where he came from and you can see just the utter confusion like <laughs> well what the hell i i'm pretty sure i came in from over here <laughs> just <laughs> totally lost it's awesome yeah so this guy ended up having to use the cell phone that he found in this place to call 911 on himself to get out of there i hope, I hope he had to explain <laughs> that one to his mom what a tool right yeah <laughs> oh, well man good oh, stuff well guys uh, i think we got a uh, we got everything covered we did all our segments right i didn't forget any this time yeah, we're no. Good. Surprisingly, right. well, it's been a it's been a it's been a hell of a fun episode. We had it. We had a good one. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly, as I usually do. But um, yeah, keep an eye out for our videos that are upcoming. Uh, check out our uh, Facebook and our YouTube. We'll be posting them. We got some. We got some fun ones about uh, artificial intelligence. Hopefully, yeah. maybe you know a little bit. Um, yeah, I think. I think. I would like to hear a little bit more from the viewers on strange things that they want us to talk about. Weird, weird topics that they think we should cover. Right. Um, Cause we yeah. haven't, we haven't heard from you guys in quite a while on topics that you want us to cover on the podcast. You kind of just let us go wild and that's not always a good idea. So is, I think this is what you get. All right. I, I really think you guys should come up with, give us a couple of, really off the wall weird topics for us to cover like today we were talking you know we kind of went off on a tangent about terminator terminator and artificial intelligence and i i'm interested to hear your guys thoughts on the artificial intelligence thing but i i want to hear some more weird Ghost. how do you guys feel about like conspiracy theory stuff well yeah like, we've, we've you covered know, some like of that we've shit. talked about some conspiracy of that stuff. theories i want to talk about ghost stories at some point like ghost uh, stories like yeah. um like a paranormal activity type shit that's i so, find that pretty interesting i've, too, I've so. got a kind of funny story about that as long as it's real short and it, it, it kind of is so you know a lot of people say that like when you pass away you come back as a cardinal as a bird okay cardinal that's like i guess all right i guess that's a common story well my dad was kind of a dick 
He was kind of a, you know, he just liked to be an asshole, just like me, just, like just to be fun. Yeah, he liked to be an like asshole you. for sure. fun, just to bug everybody else. So there's there's a blue jay in my front yard because I live in my dad's old house, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'd, and there's a blue jay in the front yard that's that's always around. The exact same time that dad used to, dad used to every morning, he'd go outside and have a cigarette outside, like while he let the dog out and stuff, you know, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. There's a blue jay that is just the noisiest, most annoying bastard outside every morning at about that same time. And it's like, you know what? They say you come back as, as a cardinal, but my dad would be a <laughs> dick enough to come back as an annoying ass, noisy blue jay. What a prick, you know, like, and just to annoy me. Because, like, I'll go outside and let the dogs out about the same time, 536 o'clock, and all I hear is, meh, meh, you know, this blue jay. And he's always flying around, being all crazy and shit. And it's like, yeah, that would be my dad. Just, <laughs> you know, just to be a dick. Come back as a blue jay. Well, so. I, I didn't know him, but if he's anything like you, I could I could see where he he liked to be an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to hear something from us, let us know. Um, yeah, it's been a good one. It's been fun. It's been real. We'll be back in two weeks. Of course, we'll do what we do lives every other Wednesday on pod or on uh, weeks that we don't release our podcast yeah. on uh, Facebook Live. So. Come and hang out with us and bullshit with us. And um, if you want to see more from us, share us with your friends. Absolutely. Share, share, share. That's the biggest That's big thing. thing. Biggest thing. If you, if you enjoy our content, if you enjoy our shit, share us uh, with uh, your buddies that will enjoy us too. Anyway, it's been real. It's been fun. Appreciate you guys sticking around for as long as you have. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, until we talk to you next time, remember, life short, live free. God bless. <laughs>